the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet, get a $100 free bet. Head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am coming to you from Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the northeast corner of England. It's blowing a gale today. Uh, my wig nearly blew off on several occasions. Uh, today is um, October the 17th, Monday, and we are pulling double duty today, um, hence the early start. And um, We've got Game 5 of the Cleveland Guardians at the New York Yankees, the decider in that, um, to cover. And then we're going to move on and cover the NLCS Game 1 and full series preview between the Philadelphia Phillies and the San Diego Padres. And joining me for both of those things is Mr. Noah Bennett. Noah, how are you doing, man? What's going on, Malcolm? Uh, doing great. Had a little weekend up at the cabin. Nice. Um, the National League scenario that I threw out just kind of for fun at the beginning of our like draft thing actually came through. We have the Phillies and the Padres in the NL Championship Series. And then there are storylines galore, in my opinion, in this series. You get Nola versus Nola and then Bryce Harper versus Juan Soto. Uh, both those matchups don't come in like a Legion travel team where you have the Nola brothers on the same team or uh, Harper Soto where they're on the Washington Nationals. Just two brand new teams. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's been another fun weekend. I haven't spoke to many um, of you both since Friday um, when the uh, the last I looked, I was watching Houston and Cleveland. Um, sorry, Houston and was- Seattle. Houston and Seattle in that epic because I wanted it was dying to go to bed and I lasted till about the 11th inning and I couldn't <laughs> hack it anymore and well, I'm I mean pleased. that was probably a smart decision <laughs> yeah I was delighted I'm not known for my good decision making but I was delighted that I went to bed because I'd have been up for another two and a half hours um, <laughs> I can't decide if that was really turgid or really good fun um, I was probably I think it was quite good fun because I didn't sit through and watch it but I think because um, it was kind of on a knife edge stuff and no one ever really looked like scoring it was a weird one no I mean you just kind of have to feel bad for Seattle Mariners fans their first postseason game at home in their own building since 2001 and you wait 18 innings your team doesn't score a run and yeah. you one nothing. that's just a tough blow um, nothing, nothing much you can say after that one. Uh, but this team will be back. That Mariners team is very talented. Um, and there is just, uh, dudes in the pitching staff that are not going away, whether it's Luis Castillo at the top of it, uh, Logan Gilbert and George Kirby was outstanding or in the bullpen. Many guys like Andres Munoz, uh, did very well throughout the postseason. So. Yeah, I actually had the uh, Astros just. Did we lose Malcolm or did we lose me? I'm not quite sure here. Uh, hopefully it's. <laughs> um, I think we lost Malcolm, just completely frozen. Cool. So, Malcolm, you back? I'm back. You tell me, am I back? Yeah, you're back. You were completely frozen for about 20 I'm back. seconds. Okay, sorry. Uh, do you know what I told you in the intro? The wind, it's a really 
stormy day here. It's been raining, but it's been really, really windy. I've been out in the car all day and I was getting blown all over the motorway <laughs> earlier on. So fingers crossed it holds up. Um, yeah, fingers crossed that the uh, game in the Guardians-Yankees holds up and we don't lose another That was going to be like my next race. question. Yeah, so we'll, we'll move on to these games before connection cuts out completely. Uh, first <laughs> of all, we're going to tackle this game five. Uh, it's the only... Um, the only tie in these this round of fixtures that has gone to a game five um, because of a rain out last week. So I know Dylan's our man in New York and he says it's very touch and go where this is going to go ahead. So have you got any, uh, what's the latest weather update? No, you be our weather girl. What's happening? Our weather girl. Um, well, the guy that tweeted out that uh, the, what game was it? The It was the Yankees-Guardians game like last week. The guy that tweeted out that that was postponed has since tweeted out sort of like a, a tweet previewing the game tonight. So I think he thinks that it's going to play. And in that case, I think there's going to be rain during the game. So this could be uh, just an ugly setting for a baseball game, which makes it perfect October postseason baseball. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I've seen a lot of people whinging about the lack of a roof uh, on Yankee Stadium in general, just East Coast um, autumn Don't baseball. Don't talk to Colby about that. He hates <laughs> <stones>. <laughs> Colby is getting more and more like everybody's granddad every day. It's really funny. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, afternoon, everybody who's joined us in the chat. Captain Sano's in there. That's per. Um, thanks. Aye, aye, Captain. So, Cleveland beat the Yankees tonight. Scheduled start time is uh, 7.07 Eastern time. The starting pitchers are Aaron Savale and Jamison Tyone for the Yankees. Cleveland are plus 135. The Yankees are minus 136. Total is set at 7.5. Um, Aaron Savale, 5-6 on the season, 4.92 ERA. Um. 381 in his last five starts. Now, he's got some worrying figures against the Yankees this season. Obviously, a, a tiny a tiny sample size, but an ERA of 10 exactly. Yep. Um, uh, he's got a road ERA of 588 and an ERA against the AL East of 820. And he started two games against the Yankees. This season, both have been poor starts. This is his first playoff appearance this time round. And with Savali recently, if you can, maybe, you can't scrub those two Yankees appearances out at all. His recent start, he's gone for 2-2, two, 2-2 two, 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 and four runs. So he's relatively consistent in terms of giving up runs. Jameson Tyone, 14 and five on the year. 391 ERA. 444 in his last four. 540 against Cleveland. Um, 367 at home. And 333 against the AL Central. His last five, 242. Zero and four. So, you've got handicap. If we were re- handicapping this regular season, Noah, like every night when we're looking at 15 games, this just instantly, your instinct is to take the over. Um, yes. Both pitchers, yeah, both pitchers have given up runs. It's the first seven and a half we've seen for a long time, actually. I think the Phillies might have had a seven and a half with Syndergaard was, on the mound the other night. There was an eight and a half in the Phillies-Braves game. That too. might, yeah, that might, why that caught my eye? That was the highest one. But um, both pitchers given up runs. Both pitchers are given up runs against the opposition. Um, so th- this could ebb and flow. My main concern with this, with the total, is the 
Weather. Um, you need to enlighten me on this, Noah. How much difference will the weather or a rain-affected game have on the on the bats? Will it hamper the bats or will it hamper the pitchers? It hampers both of them, honestly. Yeah. Um, it hampers and the, the fielders, pitchers. I suppose. Yeah, uh, that too. Uh, really affects the fielders. Um, the pitchers they have the ability to. I mean, get the rosin on the pitcher's mound. You can tap your dabble your hand in it before you throw the pitch but ultimately it, the pitch or the ball is going to be a little bit slippery the batter has a pine tower on the bat ultimately you're able to get somewhat of a good grip on that bat but when a ground ball gets hit through the infield on a natural grass turf um it is uh, not easy to throw it down to first base um that said i think I don't think that's going to affect anybody. Ramirez has looked really good defensively in the postseason. Donaldson's a very good defensive third baseman. Um, shortstop, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, he's known for his mm. defense, but he's had somewhat of a like iffy time at the Yankees over there. And then, you know, Ahmed Rosario, shortstop at Cleveland. Uh, you know, shortstop could be an issue. Um, I'll say that for both teams. Um but I entered this the same way as you. I came in here looking to take the over but uh, because of both starting pitchers. But I, I think both of them are going to have relatively short leashes. Um, and both teams are going to be ready to unleash their top five bullpen since September 1st with ERAs of 305 and 297 respectively. Um, for the sake of time, I handicapped this basically the same way as you. So I'm not going to go too deep onto the teams, but I think that both bullpens are relatively rested. You have Sam Hedges and Trevor Steffen uh, going for the long relievers for the Cleveland with good rest. So I think if Savali gets into any trouble, gives up one or two runs, I think it's a quick yank uh, from Tito and the Guardians go into this bullpen. And they have their best two leverage guys in James Karinchak and Emmanuel Clase, who last appeared on Friday. They had Saturday and Sunday off. Um then for the Yankees, you have Loizaga and Trevino who had off days yesterday. I, I, my favorite play, it was, it was a very tight game in my opinion. My favorite play is the under 7.5, minus 120 on one bet. <laughs> okay, uh, you can tell by my giggle I'm going the opposite direction here. Um, yeah, Insane was pointed out the, uh, the possibility of the bullpens getting involved quite early here. Um, I think this could ebb and flow, this game. The, oh, the games have been relatively tight. Cleveland have had a weird postseason in that we were expecting them to cobble together all of these runs like they do with a little bit of small ball. And they kind of haven't They haven't been able to string together uh, some hits. They've started hitting bombs all of a sudden, which they haven't done all season. Oscar Gonzalez, Ramirez, it was... Um, they did a few more bits and bobs last night. Jimenez was getting busy on the bases. Um, uh, yeah, I just think there's going to be runs here because it's a winner-takes-all game and all. There's a lot at stake. Um, and I thought the seven and a half, I mean, it looks like seven and a push would be my, would be my play, but the seven and a half, that extra half run concerns me. Um, but I'm going to stick with my instinctive handicapping of both of these pitches because what we've talked about who the Yankees can score runs fast. And if even if Savali is on a short lease, it could be a three run bomb or something like that. Um, and we could have four or five runs over the, over the line by the second or the third inning. Uh, so I'm going to stick with the uh, over here at seven and a half. Um, as far as the side goes, I still think the Guardians are just slightly limited. Um, and I think as, as 
chalky as it is, I think the Yankees at minus 136 is going to be my play. They're the only team I've got left that I drafted um, in our little <laughs> draft at the start of the team. So I've really got no choice but to stick with them. I've got to, I've got to uh, stand by my boys as well. Yeah, Munoz um, got a, a really good chance in that draft thing. He's got the Astros and Phillies. Yeah, he's going well. Um, the Yankees, this is my last team, uh, the Yankees. So, and yeah, if they get for that matter. If they get the turned Guardians. over tonight, I'm a dead man walking. Is Dylan in the same boat? Is he? So one of us yeah, is he's going. Yeah, he's got the Guardians left. He had the Guardians, Mariners, and Rays. <laughs> so I'm going to give out three bets here. I'm going to give out the over seven and a half. I'm going to give out the Yankees at minus 136. And I'm going to parlay them. New... New York and over seven and a half is at a place of three seventy five. No, yeah, um, I was not able to. I, by the way, I like the parlay. Getting very degen with it with only one game yeah. tonight. Um, I was not able to find player props on one bet, but there is a player that I'm willing to target. <laughs> I was looking for every way to not try to take the Yankees. So I'm going with Anthony Rizzo. He's doing well this series, hitting five hundred. Five for ten against Aaron Savali with two singles, a double, and two dingers. I hate to do it, but I'm going to lean slightly to the Yankee side, but I want no part in this side. Um, I'm not going to touch it because that Cleveland bullpen's lethal, and I think Tito is not going to let Savali die on the sword. So uh, that bullpen is going to get involved early if Savali struggles. So that is my handicap on that game. Um, I don't have no way. You said and Andy Rizzo. For, yeah, I've got some. Uh, props on my local book here. What did you want hits or runs or what? Uh, probably just hits or total bases. Okay, because he's got struggle bombs. So, uh, so over half a hit is minus one thirty four. Total bad. bases is yeah minus over half a total base again minus 134 so yeah so that that would be the guy that i target for like a player prop today no pitchers uh i think both pitchers could get pulled early okay fair enough um so yeah expect a tight one um yeah i'm just looking forward to seeing it actually should be should be a fun game um sure. the yeah, uh, so Noah mentioned there our our title sponsor is WinBet. Yeah, the perfect time to join is now. If you bet $100, you'll get a $100 free bet. Casino is open 24 hours a day, 100% deposit bonus there, up to a grand. Um, loads to choose from, and it's all at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. So they know that we sent you sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or old and present in the state where play through is available. If you're someone who knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Also, no house advantage change in the game, offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests with other people and you can win $250,000 or more. Download the app, climb the leaderboard, any sport that you like, and you can win big money against the house. The promo code is SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app in the app store to get a first deposit match up to $25. And no House Advantage will let you experience daily fantasy sports redefined. Okay, so tomorrow night sees the first... Uh, tomorrow night, that's Tuesday evening, depending on when you listen to this. Um, 8.03 first pitch, the first game in the NLCS between the Philadelphia Phillies and the San Diego Padres. The Phillies are 
officially a TBD pitcher for game one. San Diego have you Darvish going um, in game one. I'll give you the lines for both. Let's have a look. For the series, Philadelphia are plus 200. These are best of seven now, remember. Philadelphia plus 200. Um, San Diego Padres are minus 117. And for game one here, uh, Zach Wheeler. I'm now seeing Zach Wheeler listed, Noah. We just talked about this about 17 minutes ago. Um, and we didn't have an official pitch, although we did think it was Zach Wheeler. Technically, um, Ranger Suarez turn in the order, but Wheeler is now on full days of rest. So, so Zach Wheeler and the Phillies are plus 110. The Padres with you, Darvish, are minus 124. And the total is set at six and a half. Um, so you can give us your... Give us your game one, um, then I'll do my game one, then we'll go series, no. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't handicap game one because I... Okay. We're we're doing it tomorrow, I thought, on the podcast. Okay. Oh, well, give us your series then. (laughs) Well, um, I kind of have a long-winded handicap (laughs) and some shambles, Um, just because it is the series, and we don't have much to talk about on the pod, so I felt like airing it all up. Um, the Phillies, they've ended Albert Pujols, Yadier Molina's, and maybe even Adam Wainwright's careers when they eliminated the Cardinals, and they also took out the defending world champions. I have to admit that I was on the wrong side of picking them in two series in a row. Uh, all three of you guys had the Phillies beating the Braves in that series. That was my world. I, I predicted them the repeat. But in my defense, I was the only one that took the Padres. So we're even. Um, both teams here in the NLCS have – Explosive offenses. Up and down the order, everybody has been productive, except for, honestly, the Phillies' one and two hitters, Kyle Schwarber, uh, who is in his time like with the Cubs and the Red Sox. He was really good in October, but he's got a 0.50 batting average uh, in the postseason this year. I think he's eventually going to come around. And the other guy to worry about on the Phillies is Reese Hoskins, who's their two hitter. He's hitting 154, but had a big homer against Atlanta. Also, for the Padres, the first base position is struggling offensively uh, with Josh Bell, Will Myers, and Brandon Jury all hitting like a buck fifty. Uh, the two most impressive players for me uh, for these teams so far in this postseason have been Gene Segura for the Phillies and Trent Grisham for the Padres. Segura is seven for eighteen, batting three eighty nine this postseason, and Grisham is eight for twenty one, batting three eighty one with three home runs. Uh, honestly, I view these two teams equally in the starting pitching department, both uh, between Wheeler, Nola, Suarez, and Syndergaard against Darvish, Snell, Musgrove, and Clevenger. It's tough to take a side. Um, but again, I'm going to go down with the ship on this one. The Phillies' bad bullpen is eventually going to catch up to them, in my opinion. The Padres have the have a 219 bullpen ERA with one of the best lockdown closers in baseball with Josh Hader. He struck out Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, and Freddie Freeman in order to send the Friars to the NLCS. Plus, Robert Suarez was amazing against the Dodgers in that series with six innings pitch, five strikeouts, only giving up three hits with no runs scored against him. For the Phillies in 3.2 innings this postseason, Sir Anthony Dominguez has looked great and should be their go-to guy out of the bullpen. But 
Jose Alvarado and Zach Eflin have more innings pitched than him this postseason with ERAs of 540 and 831, respectively. I just can't trust it. I can't put my money behind it. I like the Padres to win the series. And just for shits and giggles, mark me down for San Diego getting it done in six games, <laughs> losing in Clevenger's start, and once against Aaron Nola, who's going to want to show up and pitch well against his brother Austin's team. So give me the Padres to win the series at minus one, 120 and the Padres to win in six at plus 400. Okay, uh, some fancy prices there. No, um, yeah, I was so I started trying to unpack this. It's really hard to try and find an angle in, um, because there's not much to split them, is there? Um, no, Philly a four three up on the season. There was a lot of unders in the season. Actually, I think it went five and two. Um, towards the under, but that, they haven't played each other since back in June or July time. So really, um, it's hard to put any stock in that. And both teams have been hitting okay in the postseason, although kind of Phillies that have been carrying the luck a little bit. There's a lot of bloop singles dropped in for them. Uh, they've had balls falling in between uh, converging outfielders and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I, oh man, it was... If you're looking at the pitching matchups, I don't think there's anything between the starters. Like you said, I don't know if we'll get a Clevenger start. You've got... <laughs> Might be Manaya. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if you'll need one. That's all. You've got one... Wheeler and Nola will, can go one, two, five and six. There's similarities between what's going to happen here. I think we're staggering. So Wheeler and Nola and, and Darvish and Snell, I think can both pitch one, two, five and six. Um, so giving Suarez three... And Musgrove three, so yeah, game four maybe would be the one. Clevenger, you might get a Clevenger start in there, but kind of, kind of bullpen day. Yeah, I just um, think like with these two teams, like the whole trend of three starting pitchers in the postseason doesn't really work because these bullpens haven't been amazing all year. The Padres have really turned it on here lately, but the Phillies still hasn't. So I think the Phillies starting pitchers definitely have to go a little bit longer, which is why I think they have to go four. And I think the Padres ultimately have to go four different starters as well. So game four could be Syndergaard v. Clevenger, maybe. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm all for it. Um, Juan Soto looks like he's heating up a little bit. Um, Andy looks like he's spelling himself a little bit. Bryce Harper's been great. Uh, ten hits so far in the playoffs. Um, six of those went for extra bases as well. So nothing to split the two, the top of the rotations. I think the Padres have got the better bullpen. Well, I don't think and the Padres have the better bullpen and the better defense. Um, but I think the Phillies have a deeper lineup and a more useful bench. So it's fucking so hard at this point, right? Because <laughs> I couldn't split them. The only thing I had left were the prices. Now, all we've seen... All playoffs is underdogs winning, yeah? Yeah. Especially so, in the National League. Yeah. This one is a little bit closer. I mean, both sides really enjoyed their play, their wins in the previous series. They did. Re really good stories, really good narratives. <laughs> so lots of fun tweets from uh, people showing sort of the skyline of Philadelphia and the noise coming out of Citizens Bank and stuff like that. Now, one the... As an underdog, yeah, Philly aren't huge, they're even money. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're barely an underdog. So, plus 200. Um, I'm going to take the Phillies just because I can't split them and I'm getting a bigger price. What I do think, though, 
is I gave game one to the San Diego Padres um, tomorrow behind you, Darvish, in a tight one. I know well, we're not handicapping that now. I thought we were going to. Um, but I have got, with Philly to win, with, with me taking Philadelphia to win, Philly to win be, from behind um, is plus 300. Um, so it makes sense that if I'm giving game one to the Padres, uh, but I still think Philly can crack the series, and that's going to be my, my second pick. So uh, Philly at plus 100, and then Philly to win from behind at plus 300. Um, that does make sense. And I, I just want to mention this too. Like uh, I wrote down all of the pre-postseason odds, and like you mentioned, Philly is a very, very short dog. Uh, both these teams, plus 500 to win the National League and plus 3,000 to win the World Series. Uh, at the beginning of the postseason, um, one of them is going to hit at fifteen to one, and one of them is going to have a chance to hit at thirty to one for the World Series. Malcolm, yeah. So I mean, even as we speak now, the uh, the Padres are now second favorites, a plus three fourteen. The Phillies are third in at plus three seventy five. Obviously, by virtue of um, the Yankees and the Guardians are both outside those prices because we don't know um, what we're going to get. So I'm still. Um, I'll say working. this too. Like my, I, I respect what the Phillies have done. They ended that long postseason drought. And I mean, with the same thing with San Diego, but I really like what San Diego did at the trade deadline. They went for it. Um, and you look at this expanded postseason, that was the point of it, in my opinion. And you look at teams that didn't go for it, they didn't make it. They didn't get rewarded of a postseason appearance in the Baltimore Orioles, the Minnesota Twins, the Chicago White Sox. Those teams didn't do enough in the trade deadline. Now you see that San Diego did, and look where they're at right now. They are kind of, like you mentioned, they're the second favorite. They're in the driver's seat to go to the World Series. I mean, so many people complaining about the fact that the top teams, supposedly, or the teams with the best records this season, the top seats have gone out. I don't know what else you can expect because you you have a 162 game sample size in yeah. order to differentiate these teams, and then you pit them against each other in best of three or five, and just take, uh, and everyone just then just seems to want the top teams to advance, which is bollocks. It, 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 I know culturally US sports works works on playoffs. That's how you like to do it. That's what yeah. you do in all your sports. Um, it's not the way we do it here. Yeah, you win the league. That's it. You get the trophy, um, but you can't. I don't think you can have it both ways. And in a tiny sample size, how many? Two weeks ago, the Cubs swept the Mets. Yeah, we've seen the Rockies sweep the Dodgers. You could name a thousand times this season. The Pirates did the Pirates sweep the Dodgers? At least beat them were, in a yeah, seat. They were five and one against the Dodgers. They swept them once. Um, yeah, Captain Sano, so he, know, he knows the reason. That's because people like the pitch. But you just can't have it. Like it, um, If you have it the other way around, then you might as well just not have the playoffs or ju- just give the Dodgers the the thing. So, yeah, I, the whole thing yeah. is it's such a tiny sample size, uh, a three-game or a five-game series, when you've decided that 162 games is the amount of games you need to decide which team is better than the others. Yeah, so, and one other point on the Padres, they are the 28th market in the MLB. They are not one of the top markets, but they have yeah. a huge payroll because baseball is the one sport that the city cares about. And contrary to the Phillies, uh, instead of doing it really on the trade deadline, a lot of people said they didn't do much. Well, they got Syndergaard. Um, he's somewhat been a, a a presence in the postseason, but their main additions were in free agency. 
prior to the season. They had Castellanos, they added Schwarber. Um, and even you go back a year or two ago, they added Harper. Like those are three of their first four batters or for, first five batters in that batting lineup. Yeah, I've got no problem with it at all. It's been and it's been Brandon really good fun. I've enjoyed it from the trade deadline. Respect to Brandon Marsh. Forgot about him. Yes. Okay. Right. We need to get this out and about um, before so people can listen to this before the Cleveland Yankees game. No, I just recap. Give us your your bets for Cleveland Yankees and then the the um, Padres Philly series. Give us a little rehash, please. All right. Favorite play is the under seven and a half uh, going up against Malcolm there uh, with yeah. the Yankees Guardians. Uh, that one is minus one twenty on win bet. I like. Uh, many Anthony Rizzo props. Honestly, I don't think you can go wrong with any way. You try to skin that cat there. And then for the Padres over the Phillies in the NLCS, I like him at minus 120 to win the series and plus 400 to do it in six. Losing okay. to Clevenger and Aaron Nola. <laughs> uh, so for me, completely wasting everyone's time, I'll take the over seven and a half uh, in Cleveland at New York. The Yankees are going to win as well, at minus 136. Parlay those two, and you've got a nice plus 375 winner. Um, for the Phillies Padres I like the Phillies uh, for no other reason it's a bigger price honestly names out of a hat I think for me I wasn't good enough to split them uh, so give me the Phillies at plus 200 um, but with my lean towards the Padres getting it done behind Darvish tomorrow Philly to win from behind is at plus 300 um, so that's going to be my second play on that one um, and that ladies and gentlemen boys and girls is it we are about four and a half hours away uh, from hopefully first pitch between Cleveland and the New York Yankees. Uh, we'll get that one done and then we can get our teeth right into these uh, divisional series, so, uh, championship series, sorry. So, yeah, really looking forward to it. Um, cheers, Noah. Appreciate your time and effort. Thank you, everyone who's in the chat. Uh, good luck with all your bets, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow. Um, until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>